to quote Drake, motherfuckers never loved us. I can't. Uh, <laughs> like, like every time this happens, every oh time God. this happens, I we act you. surprised. Yeah. This is an open ended podcast. I'm Sheriff Vincent. And I'm James T. Green. Always, as we start every single episode, we want to give you a quick reminder that we started up a new segment last week mm-hmm. called Open Up. Yep. It was a great success. So we want more of your questions. And you can do that at what website, Chair? X.fm slash openendedfm because we locked down all branding for our podcast name. Yeah, we did. We're, and actually went ahead and uh, locked down Peach. Yeah. There's nothing on there <laughs> right now, but uh, it's locked down. So, so. if you want to follow us on Peach, you should do that you at Open Ended. Mm-hmm. Um, also, also, this thing does not work without money in our pockets. So you can we'll feel free to pass on our collection plate at openended.fm slash donate or you can go to patreon.com slash openended and there you can start off at being a member starting at one dollar a month just a dollar like it's so simple we want to know what you think of this podcast you've been getting some really good feedback lately mm-hmm. but we're also not afraid for critical feedback so you can do that at openended.fm slash contact the open-ended podcast at gmail.com or hit up our Twitter at OpenEndedFM. So this week we've got some two really, really rad ladies in the studio. And uh, that Dina and Chaka, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, how do you fill your time? am a digital storyteller and educator so one of the main ways I spend my time recently is I have video production courses at uh, several CPS and alternative high schools in the Chicagoland area Um, and I also work with brands and nonprofits to help them tell those stories on the web. Uh, Personally um, I, I write, I produce videos um, I'm pretty active on social media, and I'm a follower of just how social media and particularly content is evolving um, in the frame of tell us, telling stories. Um, I'm also the lead curator at High Water, which is at gethighwater.com. Um, it's just a collection of things that I think are neat and shareable um, with the creative artistic professional in mind so that's what i do what do you do dina boo i am the um founder and lead digital evangelist for divine media um, a social media company that focuses on strategy and content development for churches and nonprofits and small businesses we wanted to talk about writing social media and online marketing and Mm -hmm. like what's good about it what sucks about it and as well as like to spill some tea 
about mm. just a bunch of stuff. Yes. So I know we were like chatting beforehand and we were talking a little bit about medium Shaka. Like, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on that? Like, what what's going on with that? I appreciate medium. I actually um, have had way more engagement on medium than my personal blog. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's when I really started writing more on medium and I like the focus on writing and it lends itself to being for a community of writing and idea sharing. Um, it's very simple format. Um, all the posts would look relatively the same um, with some different things you can do with formatting and tricks people are using to cater writing to how people read things on the web now, right. which can be great, but which can also mean that um, the writing can take very similar forms. You know, there's always another side to the story, though. So, like, what is sucking about it? People. (laughs) (laughs) No, seriously, people ruin everything. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Ideas are so... Yeah, ideas are so great. And then, like, you get people involved in the equation, and it's like, oh, but you're fucking it up. Yeah. (laughs) So how are they fucking it up this week? Yeah. Um, I think when you have any platform, people are trying to figure out what the formula is. Yeah. So then things start looking formulaic. Yeah. So... I think that what's great about Medium is you can experiment with um, long form, which I think should exist way more on the web. Um, Just sitting down and writing something for someone that's going to read the whole thing. Right. Um, I think what I'm seeing on Medium now is because there's such a captive audience. And I think the audience needs to take responsibility for this as well. What kind of draws your eye on Mm -hmm. the web? People. Um, if I have a list of 10 ways you can make your life better, you're probably going to click on it. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so with that in mind, a lot of the formulas and form that have infiltrated other writing platforms on the web are starting to come up on Medium more. Why, why, do you, wait, why do you feel like all the, like, the crappy stuff is always flowing up to the top, though? The thing about a listicle, um, one thing that tells me is I still okay. can't get over that word though. <laughs> no, <It's> like <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, it's, it's it sounds a, like mystical. Well, who I yeah, love. There's some dude on <laughs> on Medium that probably has made like ten ways. Like Tesla is like mystical. You know, somebody has made. Um, that's the other like, thing. That's the other thing. Um, comparisons. Uh, um, yeah. And um, but <laughs> if you if you really think about it, it's not entirely new to um writing or making content in the digital space like when you watch the news um True. after scandal goes off they said we found poison in these five places find out yeah, yeah. um at mm. 10 and it's just like if you really cared about people why wouldn't you tell them right now like yeah. why do it's i have a to... trick for clicks and views, right. yeah. and, views. Yeah. and you're gonna put that at the very end of your segment that so... becomes like white noise after a while but like when you have that constantly in your feed you're like Constant. oh that was kind of oh. a euphemism share oh. let's just say oh yeah yeah white noise <laughs> <laughs> The point was not um, missed by me. I use that, that, that for a reason. Yeah. Use that for a reason. And speaking of white noise, noise. Yeah. <laughs> brown <laughs> noise. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, like literally thinking about white noise, I'm thinking a lot about um, like all these like marketing voices and like sort of like this overload of self help mm-hmm. um, articles that are just like popping up, like. I remember, um, I don't know, do y'all follow Christy Tillman on Twitter? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, so, yes, like, yes. I know she, like, introduced me to this, like, Medium piece, and it was, um, yeah, no, on Medium, of all places. And mm-hmm. it was about, like, how many 
self-help articles does it have to be before like people actually like get shit done Mm -hmm. and it's like but those are the things that like populate like medium specifically hey like it just comes from getting i don't think that's ever gonna go out of style yeah but why why do you think that though d people need help (laughs) (laughs) obviously not getting it one of the things about why these articles um and it's not recent like yeah one of the first few blogs i was reading when i first really started looking at the web were things like life hacker um there's one stevepavlina.com that's you know a whole site about personal development um there was a quote about marketing um i'm trying to remember who said it but they say people don't buy your product they buy a better version of themselves Mm -hmm. so when you think about marketing um and why these particular posts are so popular it's it's really related to that where people um want to improve themselves and if you think about all the health and fitness things on the web or um things related to how to get a better job particularly for like women like relationship stuff Mm. um i think a lot of how marketing has always appealed to people is they're selling better versions of ourselves but there is good stuff out there. Like, mm-hmm. there's people writing incredible pieces, but, like, sadly, Grantland, Grantland closed down. Ugh, that um, broke my the, heart. The yeah. All, yeah, the all was, was really sad about that. money. Al Jazeera, so, yeah, America. Yeah, they shut down. All mm-hmm. these people who are producing, like, really great stories and things mm-hmm. like that, they're shutting down. So it's like, why do you think people aren't reading them or engaging with them? You know, mm-hmm. like, this, it's not like the stuff that isn't out there. Right. But why do you think? I think it's the level that people are engaging at it at is harder right. to sell. Like it's like people read Grant Lamb, people were watching Al Jazeera America. Um, but I think that when you look at how engagement is measured, that's really hard to um kind of do with longer form pieces or more in depth pieces. And one of the I things mean, I would just say kind of like what we were talking about earlier. It's just it's kind of a level of integrity that's missing. Um like what you were just saying, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with like a catchy or grabbing headline, but, um, you know, have something substantial that that follows through with that. Um, or else it's just like, yeah, that's why I think. Why are you doing that? Right. I, that's why. Uh, yeah, because I, I do click on a lot of articles and I try. I just do like I'm not going to even front like if I see like someone retweeted someone I trust mm-hmm. or whatever I'm like oh, okay maybe I'll read it or I'll see something like on I don't know Slate and and they're good about like clickbait articles and I'll like oh, all right I'll see what there's what they have to say but if I can focus on the kind of stories I'm telling then I have a very specific yet engaged audience mm-hmm. that will more likely to be able to engage in whatever I'm doing whatever I'm promoting so um, I would say if you are a a big corporation, if you're GE or if you're IHOP, um, you know, quoting Fetty Wap lyrics and uh. then, yeah, maybe mm-hmm. maybe you are working with content. <laughs> you, this happened. I, I can't make so this much. up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Then maybe you're more of a content person. But if you're an individual trying to navigate digital space, mm-hmm. I think the long game favors storytelling. Like why you know why are brands adapting? Like- I think on one hand it's you know funny and entertaining, but then on the other hand it's like. Well, then it's co-opting. Did we need that? Do did you feel like it's it? a, do you feel like it's appropriation? Do you feel like it's co-opting? Like wh- what? All what do you, of that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. 
and just trying to exploit like our stuff oh yeah it's definitely exploitation to a certain mm-hmm. degree because they figure like oh you know being black is automatically yeah. a cool point and it's like mm, like ah, who's all the, the time new, right, so, who's the hot new black thing how can right. we uh mix that in so i actually have a question yeah. so let's say you hopped on linkedin right now and you found out that the <laughs> social media coordinator of denny's was in fact of black descent um are you do you talk like this at meetings or do you just put on <laughs> black Twitter face for the digital space? Denny's will be considered as a member of weird Twitter. And yeah. if you look at different members of quote unquote weird Twitter, 90% of what makes weird Twitter weird is that weird Twitter uses African-American vernacular English. Mm-hmm. So what does that even say about like what makes us us like what makes our culture like why is it considered weird when maybe like hipster white dude is like speaking in this language on one hand um there there's this question of are people of color represented enough in our media and our advertising and then when it is represented somewhat in a somewhat fragmented way it's like okay who is behind this i think about the um, Apple Music commercials with Kerry Washington oh. and Mary J. Blige yeah. and um, Taraji. Uh. But like the someone in marketing, like the, basically the person who headed that campaign at Apple is a black woman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So on one hand, you know, however you feel about that commercial, I think I think the commercial is lightweight, adorable. Yeah, yeah no, I liked I liked it. It felt authentic to yeah, me. Yeah, right. Because it right. was yeah. black woman. Right. And I like telling black stories. Right. Yes. You know right. I mean? I, I mean, I liked it. I liked it because. I don't know. It felt I, real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, versus like, and I mean, you see this in all different kinds of advertising and media. Like, I think about when they're trying to get people to sign up for um, healthcare.com and they play it on GCI. And this is a black station in Chicago yeah. for people who are listening outside of the region. It's like, girl, did you get your Obamacare? Like, Aww. girl, yeah. like, yeah, no, like, seriously. And I think like, that's you why. The Zedmont's coming so up, much. and oh, and, and Bebe needs to get his ears but checked. you know what? I'm going to actually, like, I'm actually going <laughs> to, I'm actually just going to give the other side of the coin here. Right. <laughs> that is another degree of blackness, though. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. Like, there is that Kerry Washington blackness, right. and then there is that blackness. Like, we've got family that are on all those sides of the Sure, of the and coin. I think that's right. why I had some, like, you know, because when I saw the, the Kerry Washington, Mary J. Bosch, and Taraji commercial, I liked it at first but then of course it's like we're like oh i'm not sure if this is being like i don't know like i always have some kind of like weird defense like mm-hmm. uh is this a good thing that i like it when sherry you said that you made me think about the episode of south park with tyler perry yeah and- oh, <laughs> wait a minute like, with tyler perry no yeah. like no hear me out so it was the episode <laughs> where noticed. like tyler perry um he's at the school and then token the one black character keeps trying to hand him money and they're like token stop giving Tyler Perry money <laughs> and then <laughs> I can't do it, can't and do it. it's uh, like he's at this like he says something at the assembly and, and token's the only one laughing he's like <laughs> damn it <laughs> <laughs> so I think that as far as the use of a language or a form of blackness that's being used to market literally towards everyone um, I just I think it's with black culture, whatever it looks like black culture. Um, there's a certain level of cool that is associated with mm-hmm. it, or yeah. or fun, or just you know that's kind of 
our place in American culture. Oh, any form of culture made by a black person is black culture. Right. Right. But it's also if you if you take it and you add like half a cup of water to it, it becomes American culture. To quote Drake, motherfuckers never loved us. I can't. oh my god what do you what kind of advice do you have at least for like teach people who you know doing social media and writing for the web to like be more thoughtful be human like how would you want your story to be told you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. put yourself in that community shoot or, you know, or at least attempt to. You know what mm. I mean? Like, how would you want to be treated? How would you want to be portrayed? I think the problem is that people, we just have a lack of awareness and sensitivity um, because we're just projecting from what we know of mm. our experiences and background. And, you know, we're just coming up short time and time again because of that. So I think that's a great starting point. The rest kind of falls into place after that. Mm-hmm. Be human for sure. And listen more. I think that when you are a content provider, strategist, or this, let's get, you know, to kind of my preferred um, term, which is storytelling. Um, great writers, filmmakers, storytellers podcasters the people that know how to listen so um if you are the person put in this position maybe that doesn't mean you necessarily start a blog or start a campaign that's coming from your perspective like you've been given a position with a major company to be their content or social media person is there someone or a community you can share that platform with right on well thank you for joining us and today yeah, of um, course, of course. where can everybody find y'all on the internet if they want to hear more of like these kind of conversations i am freedom reeves on all the platforms that uh, matter and uh chaka reeves.com that's chaka like con with two k's um reeves like keanu <laughs> dot com yes i love that so this is what i I that wasn't the first time you've done that (laughs) no i do it every time i call customer service somewhere Um, (laughs) and then also i have a weekly newsletter um that goes out every thursday high water get highwire.com it is a curated list of perspectives on creativity and culture um for the busy creative and artists so that's where y'all can find me and on um the most active on twitter though mm-hmm. um it's i'm fine. trying to do better with my um engaging twitter banter and <laughs> arguments because honestly i'm a scorpio i'm gonna think what i think mm-hmm. so it's almost not fair and i've just realized <laughs> yeah i'm just like i'll listen to you but that's so many scorpio vibes <laughs> in this studio. yeah so i'm gonna now. think what i think if i say i think something i really thought about it yeah um, but yeah, to water signs. <laughs> yeah, shout quick. out to the water signs. Get in your feelings. Get let like get all the way in your feelings and oh make beautiful emo work. But yeah, that's where I'm at. How about you, D? Uh, I am Divine Thought on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, D i v y n Thought. Uh, and the company website is DivineMedia.com. Thank you, ladies. Thank, Thank you. you. 
We're going to take a quick break for this week's sponsor of Open Ended. Cher, who's this week's sponsor? This episode is sponsored by Iron Galaxy. Scream like a skull cat. Ah! With Capsule Force, an intergalactic retro anime multiplayer game now available on PS4 and Steam. Visit CapsuleForce.com for more information. to open mic open mic is when we debate in many style debates with our guest um the guest versus myself james versus the guest and then me and james versus the guest in a uh, little two-minute debates this one's first one starting with me and dina and shaka gonna be marketing versus pandering mm-hmm. so whenever the clock is starting the clock starts now Okay, I want to hear your uh, your opinion first on this part. So, um, pandering versus marketing. What do you guys feel on that? I think I think we're because we're talking about um, like black Twitter face and mm-hmm. using um, like African American vernacular English to target a particular group. And this really came up for me when I'm I'm thinking about um, Hillary Clinton's campaign and. <sighs> Um, <laughs> like I think it was the first day of Kwanzaa. She had taken her logo, which kind of looks like the oh, Fed oh, FedEx yeah. logo, and she had she had like oh yeah we we, we done a clipping a whole, mask. We had a whole thing about for this Photoshop folks with Kwanzaa candles in it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and um, I think you know we talk about wanting to see ourselves in in media, um, and. I think where it approaches, like, I mean, she's, it's Kwanzaa with her, it's dabbing. One minute left. All those other things. I think what happens when it, it, it ventures into pandering is you, you, you essentialize a culture and it's not, I acknowledge this in you, even. It's, I can do this too. Like, this is what you do. This is what you like. So if I like it, obviously you're going to like me. That's when it becomes pandering. For sure. And I think like there was like with pandering in the marketing, with not just with like the logo, but there's other things too with like, you know, Danny Denny's in there, you know, trying to reach into like, you know, Fuddy Wop, all that stuff. It's, it's trying to pull something they think it's cool. It's a hot take. And then just trying to bring into the forefront, saying like, "Oh, we're on this too, though." Like, and it's just difficult to take that seriously because you know it comes out of left field. It doesn't seem like it's authentic at all. It just seems like something that you want to co-opt because you can. So, uh, next one is James versus Dina and Jaga shared spaces versus own spaces for producing. So the clock starts in three, two, one. So I kind of have mixed feelings about that. Um, I kind of feel like either can work. It depends on kind of what what you're pushing and kind of who your audience is. I don't think there's, with social media and kind of the digital space in general, I don't feel like there's a set strategy or approach for every single brand or thing. I feel like that's something that can be created and cultivated and 
reworked and experimented with. Yeah, I agree with you completely. I'm just like have the complete beef with, um, well, not complete beef, but I like to own everything that I do and make sure that like if something stays somewhere, I better be owning it. So, mm-hmm. for instance, I'll use other platforms to like spread a reach. So, like all my writing is on my domain all the things that i take are on my things but i'll sure put something on medium because it's easier to share Mm -hmm. but it's kind of interesting because like while i would think something like the shade room which exists completely on instagram would not like succeed they Mm -hmm. are kicking ass right now i think ownership is important but i think also um i look at ownership and distribution differently like you can own you own a business but you don't own that radio station or that um tv station those are still tools that you use to promote what you own yeah like if i can jump in real quick like even (laughs) please do you have 20 seconds (laughs) yeah but like like with this podcast for instance like we own like all the website information but we don't own simplecast which is broadcasting our podcast i mean like we do like rss feed but we necessarily have that distribution for it to go into the ether so while i like that we can actually like you know design our website and have that ownership we can't have both we can't always personalize it and distribute at the same time just because we just don't have that capability all right last Mm -hmm. section is open-ended versus shaka and dina self-promotion yes or no all right so timer starts now no, 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 no. I hate it. Why do you hate it? <laughs> Why do you hate it? Tell me. Because I, I never like talking about myself. I really don't. I Because I always sound like an idiot whenever I speak. So when I self-promote, it just seems like I'm so flabbergasted about talking about myself or having to like own what I say. It's so... It's a lot of pressure. It's so much pressure. And it's like hard. Like once it's out in the ether, it's like, I can't take it back. Mm -hmm. And and I always want... And I'm always super critical thinking about anything I say. Even right now, I'm thinking, actively thinking about what I'm saying, what's coming out of my mouth. And it's it's really difficult for me to always um, be adamant about my position on things or just anything. And I, I don't know, like... And I know for me to be able to have people listen to my stuff, I have to still promote. And I, right. I'll i do it if I have to, but I don't like it. No, it, that in itself makes me very um, nervous and anxious and thoughtful about the sure. things that I put out. Um, just because that's such a, a limited voice in that space. Absolutely. Um, and, and you struggle with people taking you seriously because of where you're from and what you look like in that space where it's mainly white and Asian men running the scene. Absolutely. And just like every time you put anything out, it has to have intention Mm -hmm. and in a way that like you feel it's a double standard. Right. Yeah. Especially in that community, you're like, mm -hmm. you end up representing way more than just yourself. For sure. And it's like, it just throws it upon you all this responsibility. And it's like, I didn't, I didn't ask for that. Right. And I think with self-promotion, you get that kind of task that you have to promote, not just you, but a bunch of other people. The entire race. Right. I was like, that's not fair. And I think that there's a difference between being your brand, like, Mm. versus being, um, something that someone that promotes a brand or behind a brand like what I think the lines of comfort cross for me is I'm not comfortable with people um buying Chaka Reeves and what I mean by that is um this idea that you're buying into a person or a lifestyle like I'm not comfortable with being a lifestyle brand that's mm-hmm. what it is and there are people mm-hmm. that do it and do it really well 
this is what I'm doing, this is what I'm wearing, this is what I'm eating, this is what I look like, mm. these are my friends. That You know, those yeah. people on Instagram and on <laughs> social media platforms, I'm not comfortable with that at all. I would rather you see, like, a read an article or see a video I produced and say, who did that? Mm-hmm. And, you know, having my work translate that way. Well, if you want to find out what I did, here's my site, but my site or my Personness isn't what I'm selling, if that makes sure. sense. For sure. What about you, James? Like you actually kind of Yeah, like... the Leo in the room needs to speak yeah. on that. Yeah, yeah, please. Please. Well, I was just gonna let y'all like hit hit this up. So I mean like <laughs> even though the timer went off, call it my Leoness, call it my male privilege. I like talking about what it is I'm working on because I'm proud of it. I'm so bad at taking compliments. I think like two nights ago, someone said something really great about me. I'm like, yeah, yeah. And I like, <laughs> I, like uh, and I like rolled up my eyes and they came in a comment about that too. I was like, why are you rolling my eyes? I'm like, uh, I just can't handle people saying nice things about me. Somebody okay. says something nice to me. I'm just like, thank you. Yeah. And I'm like, so cannot nice take it. I'm like, so <laughs> very Leo. Very like, yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Thank you. Right. We're supposed yeah. to mean like, I I'm going to explode. I'm going to explode right now. <laughs> Shaking and like, <laughs> Yeah, so I have feels. Hey, share. Hey. You know what time it is? It's open call time. It's open call time. Open call. Open call. Open call. The 40s. The 40s. The 40s. All right. So, share, what is your open call this week? Grad school. Yay. Um,. I start in two days, so um, I'm really excited about it. Uh, It's been a long road, but I'm going to be in the classroom the first time in like four years. No, five years. Jesus Christ. So it's been a long time, and I'm really anxious about it because, you know, classrooms, but um, just because it's new for me, but I'm excited, so excited because I've missed, I miss learning, and I don't know, I got like office, uh, I'm an office, I got school supplies, I spent like a bunch of money at Staples, and I got some composition notebooks, and some new pens, (laughs) and I got some paper clips, like, I'm really excited about. You're such a delightful little nerd. (laughs) I'm just really excited about it, I like, my mother caught me smelling my paper the other night, and she was like, okay, share. So what about you, our guest, Dina? What are you feeling this week? Um, I am currently feeling um, the Fosters on ABC Family. Um, freeform. Shout out to... I'm, I'm never going to call it that. It's I'm Freeform. Sorry. It will always be ABC Speaking Family Speaking of marketing. I'm not going to do it. I refuse. Um, but yeah, just shout out to um, television shows that get you all up in your feelings. Totally. Um, and just binging on delicious familyness and I love that you said delicious. I know you said <laughs> thank you for that. Gender issues and race issues yes. just happening all in one. I've seen the promos for the show and it looks so good. It's and, so good. And Please you know that I know and it's like it's a biracial couple yeah. and it's like yes yeah. and it's like uh, and then it's like a lesbian couple like yes they're, and they're so cute and, and the kids and I'm yes. crying like every yeah, day. Yeah, it looks minutes. so good. And my mother loves that show. So, yeah. and she doesn't watch bullshit. So, yeah. but like, it's it's so funny because like I, I'll cry at like really. It's not even like emotional stuff. It's just like the way they they have just a way of like just doing things in the show. It's like it's not even an emotional scene. It's like oh, it's the dance team audition. It's just it's just like. What about you, like, Chaka? Why? My thing right now is Woman Made Gallery in Chicago, Illinois. If you're fortunate enough to be in Chicago, um, this gallery is doing really, really incredible 
things and he's doing incredible work. Um, my good friend Janice Bond has two shows there right now. Um, her solo show, um, Beyond the Binary, and a show she curated, Abandoned Margins, Policing the Black Female Body. The opening was Friday, um, and it runs until February 25th. And if you have an opportunity to see it, you really should. Because um, I think the idea of black girl magic is you know it's translating it's coming from the digital space to more like literal spaces and people are exploiting exploring pardon me not exploiting that's because exploiting things is bad but um, <laughs> <laughs> um, um hopefully it will have a few more you know months of this before it is exploited but um just thinking about the ways that the black female body is used to like sell and commodify and also just how it's being policed and oppressed and even in the context of what's going on with police violence how the cases involving the black female body um just aren't getting the same amount of attention so just seeing um the artistic response to that issue um it's really a reminder of art in its purest form um what it should really be able to do which is further dialogue so i'm saw that on friday and it's stuck with me and if you can have opportunity to see it um please do so what a make out very nice and lastly james what about you what are you feeling this week so i'm feeling being mary jane (laughs) because i love that show so I'll be honest, when I saw, like, all the ads for it, like, on all the CTA buses and everything, I'm like, I don't want to watch this show. But, like, I got into it because, like, me and a wonderful friend of the show and life partner, Sine Moji Peach, Rolson Green, we visited um, my folks a couple weeks ago, and they were watching DVR copies of um, the show. And we were like, what is this? Like, you know, they all getting in on on TV. I'm like, who are these buff-ass people? And we were like, oh, this is being Mary Jane. And I'm like, oh, really? Okay, so I was watching this, actually getting into it. And I'm like, oh, I used to really did not like Gabrielle Union. But it seemed like a show that had a lot of different layers and had, like, a flawed character that showed, like, that being very, very human. So we went home, we binge-watched season one and two, and since we have no chill, we bought season three on iTunes because we are not waiting for it to be free. <laughs> and it is good. We keep yelling at TV. It's great. It's great. So, and from a completely geeky perspective, the way that they handle digital UI implementations with the pop-ups and overlays <laughs> is probably something that for any motion designer or UI designer should definitely check out. Because they handle it really well, like displaying how digital media is transferred without just having a close-up shot on a cell phone screen. So, yeah, yeah, just for that, look at it up. Word. Yeah. (laughs) Being Mary Jane. Very nice. Shout out to Gabrielle Union, our Scorpio sister. We did it, Cher. We did it. We did (laughs) You always sound so exhausted, but you come back week to week. (laughs) (laughs) I know. You keep on tricking me. Episode 38. 38. I can't believe we are two away for before hitting 40. Is over the hill 40? Yeah, over the hill. Oh, man. This podcast is almost over the hill. Yep. Hitting that middle age. 20. What y'all talking about?
No. Yeah, let, let's, is let's it, go with that. Yeah. Is it? I mean, like oh. we're young folks. We, we young here. folks, so we all understand what we're talking about. <laughs> feel a way about <laughs> <laughs> by y'all he's not referring to us because yeah. i am not 40 i don't have anything against people who are 40 i'm just not one of those people no we're young folks in here <laughs> so as always so we don't slander our 40 plus <laughs> or audience thank you 40 plus uh, audience you, members thank you for listening y'all Thank so you. we want to give a special shout out to the Chicago Podcast Co-op for hooking up our sponsorship with Iron Galaxy this week and for letting us be a part of this network and letting us be all up in your studio, leaving coconut oil stains on your equipment. So we want to give a special shout out to another show on the CPC network, and that is Your Stories. Share and tell me about Your Stories. Your Stories is a weekly live show turned podcast completely created by our audience. We prompt our storytellers with a theme and they craft a story or any other performance in response. That is your stories here at the CPC. And speaking of us in self-promotion, you know how I'm not shy on it. So on the next episode of Your Stories, I actually did a story. And since Cher is very shy about self-promotion, I'll promote for her. She's going to be promoting at the next Your Stories in February. So yep. be on an eye out for that. Yeah. Um, so we also want to give a special thanks to Carjun Manny for letting us use their space and letting us drink their coffee and mm-hmm. eat your trail mix. Um, we want to give it. a special thanks to the folks who, writ- who wrote the script and outline, which was in fact me and Cher. Hi. And <laughs> who did the music? U plus one F six zero C, which is Unicode for the blissed out emoji, and is James' musical side project. Yeah, I didn't know about that. How cool is that? So, James. if you would love, and if you're listening on Overcast right now, if you have an iOS device, I say right now, pull it out of your pocket, pull it out of your bag. If you're driving, pull over, mm-hmm. unlock your phone, first. open up Overcast, put your thumb on the album art, swipe up, hit that star, and recommend us. Um, rate us on iTunes. Yeah, rate us on iTunes because but that a five star too. Not a, no four yeah. stars. Five stars. Don't four star us. Five star because we are five star chicks. Yes, we are. Mm-hmm. We are. Um, <laughs> and we're on Stitcher because people are on Stitcher. So, mm-hmm. so I find actually us there. subscribe somebody on Stitcher live in the person like on Friday night. See, like, yeah, and share. Give me your about, phone. Yeah, and share talks about not self promotion. She was like, "Hey, we do a podcast. Let me get your phone." And she subscribed and right on the spot. Yeah. So you are really good at this, share. I know, but like I don't like doing it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, okay. Um, and, <laughs> and aside from that, uh, you should also donate. You know, we're, donate. we're creating art for you weekly, mm-hmm. so it's hard. promote art and give us money, so that way we can keep doing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can do that as always at openended.fm/slash/donate or patreon.com/slash/openended. So, until next week, what do we say, Cher? Keep things open-ended. Isn't Beyonce Yes, she is. <laughs> oh, my God. September 4th. Wait, we didn't bring up Beyonce, like, bring up Beyonce this entire long, talk. Long, we guys. We didn't bring up Beyonce in two... In two what? If that's we pretty good for the me. time before yeah. the show, you have gone three hours without bringing that's up Beyonce. That's a long Beyonce. time. <laughs> oh, okay. That's that is really actually really time. impressive. That is really good. Yeah. I was actually kind of waiting for it, but I... Because oh. you, you knew it was coming. Because we've talked about, like, we talked about blackness, we talked about black women, we've talked about so many... We danced around it, and then... Yeah, exactly. We about dance, she didn't bring up Beyonce. I feel like you, you knew that Beyonce was a Virgo. You just wanted to bring her up. Like, I was just like, a Virgo. <laughs> <laughs> really the most powerful person in the world. Mm. Um, bye. Who is that?
Yeah. September 4th. Oh my gosh, I'm so yeah. proud. Yeah. So proud of you, Juno. <laughs> we have to do our closing event. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. <laughs> I love you, Dina. So we're doing the closing in three, two, one.